You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikenna Okeke of the Father's Church. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. Okay, I believe um, God has a word for somebody this morning. Amen. I strongly believe that because um, I heard the Lord say to me to tell somebody, you can make it. Mm. Mm. He said you can make it. For with God, all things are possible. You can make it. I don't know what it is, but you can make it. Mm. You can make it. That's what he's saying to you. You can make it. I have things also that is saying to me, Ikenna, you can make it. And I believe this morning is saying to somebody that you can make it. Praise God. You can make it. You're not speaking to yourself already. You can make it, yes. You make it through. You'll be healed. You will win that victory. You'll fulfill that purpose. Hallelujah. That battle that you're fighting you'll be victorious in it in the name of Jesus. That standard that is set, you're going to scale it. For with God, you can't do it on your own. We can't do it. I can't do it. None of us can do it on our own. But with God, in Matthew 19, 26, you know, Jesus responding, he said to them, with man, this is impossible. But with God. So what it is, is impossible for me it's impossible with me praise god but i'm not alone today and you're not alone today do you understand it for me it is impossible truly there is no way left to myself but with god and i'm with god i have the opportunity of being with god and you have the opportunity of being with god and he's saying to us with god it is what possible praise god and then in Luke one thirty seven as well, the angel speaking to Mary. Mary had said, how can this be since I do not know a man? And if I don't know a man, it cannot be. And just like the society we live in, there are so many things that if you don't know a man, it cannot be. You know. And um, the angel didn't say, oh, sorry. Since you don't know a man, it won't be. Or let's find you a man. What did the angel say to Mary? He said, for with God, what? Nothing shall be possible. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And you don't know a man. Some of us came here wondering, I wish I could know somebody there. And God is saying, you don't need to know somebody there. You need to know God is overall. Praise the Lord. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. In fact, that scripture, you won't get it well unless we read... um, I think the previous verse, thank you, 36, says, Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And he says, this is now the sixth month. For what? For her who was called barren. Which means the things that they had said were impossible. God has been doing it. Why will he not do this one? Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise God like you know that he will get it done in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, it's important we have these foundations as Christians. Because, you see, if you miss the power of God, then you miss everything. In fact, it's when people miss the power of God that they enter into religion. When you miss the power of God, you enter into religion. You just do it because... You know, you feel if you don't do it, if I don't come to church, you know, I'm going to feel somehow. Okay? If I don't do this, I'm going to feel somehow. If I don't sing, I'm going to feel like I didn't sing. Okay? If I don't go or give this, I'm feeling, I'm going to feel bad. But when you encounter the power of God, you know that no act, no word, nothing that you do stands on its own. Praise the Lord, somebody. There is God. The Bible says, he that comes to God must believe that what? 
that he is and that he is what a rewarder he's a responder i like using that word there he is a responder to those who diligently what seek him so when i shout hallelujah god responds when i say praise be the name of the lord god responds when i say he's my father god responds that's what it means he that comes to god must believe that god is and he's a responder praise god one of the uh, attributes we're taught in school of living things is that they respond praise the lord so we serve the living god and he responds if you pray to him he responds if you boast in his name he responds if you wait on him like we sang today if we run to him what does he do he runs to us if we lift our hands what does he do he lifts us up we are adults here that you know when the service is over you're going to meet the children some little children come to you raising their hands what do you do you raise them up the same way when we raise our hands to our god what does he do he lifts us up god is lifting somebody today in the name of jesus okay so we have that and we must never lose conscious of it because once we do you know take it out of our consciousness we begin to enter into religion we begin to enter into that emptiness and it's from that emptiness that you begin to experience boredom i don't know if i've ever been bored with god because i need him and i call on him and he helps me praise god he keeps delivering me he keeps helping me he keeps making a way for me in big things and in small things praise the lord just yesterday i didn't even tell my wife just going home yesterday after the prayer meeting you know from here my house is quite close they are not up to about 11 12 minutes drive and almost four incidents that would have been very serious incidents that would have affected whatever just after this um, next um, traffic light by um, the gas station on the right here it was dark i was driving then something i don't know but i think it must have been the holy spirit something just said watch and i tried to see somebody ran from the other side of the road and just ran into the road as if he was running across a football station that if i hadn't watched i would have run over him and i just say thank you holy spirit as though that were not enough i got on the road now you know if you're turning to my house from the guarimpa you know bypass and i was on my lane it's actually a one way so it's not even just on my lane an okada man carrying a passenger we're just riding and gisting and coming towards me so initial thought was are you crazy then second thought was he's crazy so i turned off so i would have run over a man i would have run over an okada then just passing them again <laughs> very interesting I- i'm trying to tell you how much I experienced God and to help you know how much you must have been maybe you're not taking note of it and then just getting on the road now joining the Express some guy because there was a, a four queue at that NMPC station now you know linking the Express so just turning into the Express one of these um, golf you know this small golf cars with speed just went in front of me and I wondered what is going on I realized that he thought I was trying to enter the queue and he wanted to be the car that must be before my car. So that one passed. We didn't, you know, run into it. Passing there again, another one, opposite direction on that road <laughs> in a space of 10 minutes, you know. And as I just passed all of them, I said, Lord, what would my life have been if not that you were my deliverer, if not that you were my keeper? anybody here that the lord has been delivering has been guiding has been shielding listen you don't know what it is not to have trouble do you understand it upsets everything if one of those things happened it would have been all over you know by now you're talking of ipo you know this and that just going from one place to the other but god delivers you you go out you come back you wake up you know you send somebody somewhere they go and come back you know you answer the phone you conclude and everything is okay these are things that you and i you know must be conscious that it is the lord the psalmist say had it not been for the lord who was on my side praise the lord so this morning we are acknowledging we don't want to get into religion and it becomes dangerous when we take the goodness of god for granted 
Because once we get into there, the next thing is, you know, what do I need God for? What is there? You don't know what you need God for. Can you breathe in? Like that taught us. To breathe out, you need God. Praise the Lord, somebody. So can we just put our hands together and appreciate him? Yes. Yes. He's doing wonderful things. Your children are there. They go out, they're coming. You know, your parents, your siblings. God is watching over us and he's deserving of our praise. He's deserving of our gratitude. Hallelujah. Okay. So this God we are talking about, the Bible was written to reveal God to us and to make ourselves and our lives and our world known to us. So almost every part of the Bible tries to tell you about God so that knowing about God you can have life and have eternal life like we know there are some statements I want to take as a background still as I go into what we want to learn this morning in Genesis 17 which we've looked at here verse 1 God said to Abraham he says I am the almighty King James will say I am the almighty God praise God I am the almighty what God. So this God, you and I have come to worship today, is the. He's not a. He's the, which means there is no other. Are you with me? He's not a mighty God. He's the almighty God. He takes it all. All might. He gathers it. There is none left anywhere. Praise God. So he said that to Abraham and said, because of this, walk before me. Why is this important? Because you see, if you don't believe in the almightiness of God, you will hear what God is saying to you and you'll call it a hard saying. Did you get what I'm saying? Listen, brethren. Another word that I heard clearly, I, I hope I wrote it down. So, because some of them I write down. Yes, thank you, Holy Spirit. I wrote it down. He said to me, He said, Do you really think that I, God, will ask you to do what He knows you cannot do? Do you know many of us think that? He said, do you really think that I, God, will ask you to do what you cannot do? Now, you don't have to say you think that. But that's what we think. This is a hard saying. Who can bear it? What's he saying? Well, what you have asked us or what you have told us is unbearable, is undoable. But he said to Abraham for us and on our behalf, I am the almighty God. What? Let's play. Are you hearing me? That's why I don't want you to miss the intro that I'm giving. Because all this will help you. I am the almighty God. Walk before me. Will I ask you to do something that I will not see to it that I help you to do? He went further to tell me. He said, he, he used Matthew 7, 11. He said, if you then being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, okay? Then he went and says, which of you... You know, in your limited power, in your weakness, will not help his child accomplish what he wants his child to accomplish. You give birth to a child. You know, uh, I made your little child now. The time for the child to start walking. You just pour oil on the floor. So the child can't even balance. Then the child gets on and sleeps, and then you're there. What will you do? What do we do when our children want to start walking? We help them. We hold their hands. We cheer them up. And the Bible says I'm evil. Not the Bible says I know. If you then, being what? Evil. Know how to. So we want to help our children to grow into what we want them to be. Do you think God doesn't want you to do that? And then I have limitations. God does not have limitations. Can I hear somebody say I can do it? Yes. It's not a hard saying. There's nothing that God requires of me that is a hard saying. Where the hardness is, is hardness of the heart. Praise God. God had a conversation with Moses. Moses, I'm going to send you to bring out my people from bondage under Pharaoh. And in Exodus 3.11, this was Moses' response. Moses said to God, he said, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? Who am I that I should bring? I, I can't do it. That's what he was saying. He was saying, God, you've called on the wrong person. This is Moses you're talking about. This is the fugitive, the one that has run away. 
that you're talking to? Who am I that I should do it? Now, if you come to 14, let's see God's answer. In 14, what did God say to him? God said to Moses what? He says, I am what? Who I am. So, whatever you're thinking, who are you? I am. So, if I send you, take what I am and go. Is somebody hearing me? Moses said, who am I? God says, I am who I am. So, when God says to you, prosper, and you can't see how to prosper, take the power of God and go. When he says to you, forgive, and you can't forgive, take the power of God and forgive. That's what he said. Moses said, who am I? Those who understand, you know, can do English and, you know, simultaneous equation. Who am I? He says, I am who I am. King James will say, I am that I am. He says, so you will go to Pharaoh. So, you are inconsequential. But I'm so consequential that whenever I join with you, something happens. That's why it says, for with God, praise the Lord, for with what? God, all things are possible. It's very important you get what we're talking about. He went on in Isaiah 45, verse 5, he says, I am the Lord and there is no other. Isaiah 45, 5, please. I am the Lord and there is no other. There is no other. So, if I send you, there cannot be any reasonable opposition. Did you get me? I put the word reasonable in bracket, unquote. Why? Because I'm God. I'm sending you. And there is no other God. So anyone who is opposing you is only rising up so that you can step on him. Are you with me? It says there is no God besides me. I will guard you. Though you have not known me. It went on from that. In fact, please just note Isaiah 45. Let it be a part of our homework from today. When you go home, just read the entire Isaiah 45. Then verse 7 of that Isaiah 45 says, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do how many of these things? All of them. I do it. <laughs> now me. Do you understand? It says, I form the light and create darkness. You know, you have to stay on some of the scriptures and assimilate it. So that when you wake up, when you get up and take a step out of your house, you know whose you are. You know who you're dealing with. He went on, you know, I'm just running through some of these passages quickly. In Jeremiah 32, speaking to Jeremiah, this is what he says. He said to Jeremiah, verse 27, he says, Behold, I'm the lord the god of all flesh how many flesh how many flesh some of us have a, a what's it called um, consular issues god is the god of how many wherever men are praise the lord hallelujah he's not just god of all flesh he's god of all but he's reminding somebody that he is God of even that man that thinks he's God. Do you understand? Because when he says he's God of all flesh, he's God of the mountains, he's God of the skies. He says he, he flung these heavens out. He stretched it out like a curtain. Okay? So he's God of, of all of that. But he wants us to think. So just like the case of Pharaoh, Moses said, who is moses who am i that i should go before pharaoh because in the eyes of moses pharaoh was a god so here he's saying to me the man that you have imagined him to whatever i am his god the implication of being his god is simple that i determine his uprising and his down i can control it praise god hallelujah now now over the night most i mean nights to Sunday, I don't sleep well. But this particular night, I had, you know, one or two, three, you know, dreams that I didn't like. Now, God is not just God, you know, talking with you, you know, and then you're eating a, a, a Sarah and a, this thing and all of that. He's God over that. But when you sleep, God can decide to tell you what you didn't want to think about to think about it. King Axetes, so the uh, husband of Esther was owing Mordecai God said you won't sleep hallelujah you won't what you must remember since you can't recall it by memory 
They will read it out in book for you. That's how God he is. Is somebody getting what I'm talking about? You know things happen and oh I forgot. God made him to stay awake. And they were reading. Reading all kinds of things. Boring things. Then the moment they read Mordecai. He said child. I've done this man evil. What has been done for him? That is how big God is. He will cause those who don't want to remember it to remember you. He will cause those who are threatening you to become afraid of you. Do you understand? Laban pursued. Oh Lord, my God is big. I don't know about you, but my, you have to read your Bible so that when I'm saying these things, you're not in primary school. You'll be connecting with the stories I'm talking about. Laban pursued Jacob and his daughters and was going to deal with Jacob. I don't know the dream that God showed Laban in the night. When he saw Jacob, he said, let's make peace. Let us sign an accord that you will go this way, go that way. Let nothing happen. But when he was leaving his house, he was saying, I will show him. I'll show him. He said, God can touch the man who is threatening you. He will call you and say, you know, peace is better. I get what I'm saying. Let me I say, he is the God of all flesh. Hallelujah. The second part of it is said, is there anything too hard for me? Still get him to, you can make it. Praise God. For time, let me just round up this part. Revelation 1.8. You know, just trying to put it together here. It says, I am the Alpha. Praise God. I am the Alpha. And then I'm the what? Omega. Now, it means that before anything began, you know, they set a trap. Okay? Or they plan something. Or they engineer something. Okay? All manner of things. It said I was there before it. Now, before you became sick, God was there. Are you with me? Before something went wrong, God what? Was there. Before dollar became 1,000 plus, God was there. And then God has not retired. He says, I am also what? The Omega. If there was something that I saw them in setting up that I cannot handle to the end, I will not allow it. Are you hearing me? If I saw something being put together that I will not be God over until the end, I will not allow it. So he says, I am the Alpha and the omega i remain who i am nothing happens that shifts my position in your life and in the universe there is no arising of somebody that or some situation or some circumstance that when he arises god will say ah we didn't plan for this he said had they known they would not have crucified but to them it was a big scheme it was a mastercraft all we need is somebody in his team to betray him. All we need, we need Herod on our side. They got Herod on their side. We need Pilate on our side. They got, we need the people on our side. They got everything they needed and they still failed. Because God looked at all their plans and said it will work for your good. Can somebody appreciate the Lord? Everything is working for the good of the man who loves God. Praise God. So it says the beginning and the end. Who is, who was, and who is to come. And finally it says the all. That is your God. Praise the Lord somebody. You know, so, so we have to note these things. Hold on to these things. And don't just give mental assent to it. Meditate on it until it enters into our spirit. This is what our Lord Jesus was saying when he says man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word. Because when you get this understanding, what you discover is that it will be difficult for you to be afraid. Some of us, we are so easily scared or afraid. Do you get what I'm saying? You see? Hallelujah. The Hebrews have a saying. They say, What it means is that wealth, you know, gives confidence. Yes. But it's not the only thing that gives confidence. Knowledge gives confidence. In fact, the Bible says the excellence of wisdom is that it gives life. It's when you know that this thing that is happening before it became, before it came, before it happened, that God was in control. And that after it happens, God will still be what? In control. 
There is a confidence you have. Praise the Lord. Okay, my brother Mike is smiling at me. Let, let me share with you his testimony. He was in a flight to Yola recently. And um, do we have time for you to tell the story? It might be too long. He was in a flight that almost crashed. Now, you know there are levels of almost crashing. In this flight now, everybody had prayed their last prayers. But instead of your brother Mike to be panicking, he was a bit troublesome. He was recording the voices of the people who were. What gives a man that sense of peace at that hour? That's what I'm talking about. What gives a man that sense of peace? That at the moment that he's alive, he's recording it. You know why? He knows it is well with him. That's what we are talking about. When you see, fear, it will be difficult for fear to penetrate. Fear penetrates when there is space, when there is ignorance. Fear is built on ignorance. When there is revelation knowledge, fear can't enter. Praise the Lord. The reason you are afraid of dogs is that you don't know dogs. The reason you are afraid of snakes, I, I think somebody came out in Abuja recently. Is it a, one of these uh, programs? Um, what's that program on radio? One of these popular programs. The one that has president now. Barricade, so one of those programs. And they said we should stop killing snakes. You know, st- just trying to tell us that we should, uh, that snakes are not that bad. It's ig- ignorance. <laughs> you know? But we, let us continue in that ignorance. I will not be friends with any snake. Mm. But the man was saying that he says snakes are not troublesome. You know, you just need to understand them. You know, that they just want to go their way. That, you know. So, his knowledge has driven away fear. So that you and I that don't know anything about Even when we see the snake that all he eats is flour. We can break our leg where we are running. Isn't it? Because there is ignorance. Ignorance is what fear feeds on. I get it now. When you know your God, when you know whose you are, it will be difficult for fear to penetrate. I think it was Smith Wigglesworth that they recorded that he heard a sound in his living room in the middle of the night. And then he got up and came down. And then he saw the devil sitting on the chair rocking. And he looked at the devil and said, is it you? Then he went back to sleep. Some of us, if we get down and we see a stray bird that was looking for his baby and entered the house, we won't sleep in that house for six months. He said, I saw the bird. And when you hear them tell the story, they say, and the bird was looking at me like this. (laughs) Ah, May God deliver us from ignorance. You know? They'll say even the bed wasn't working like a bed. The bed was working like this. And I think there's one woman in my village that works like this. Ignorance. My people are destroyed for lack of what? Knowledge. You must know God. You must saturate your mind with who your God is. What he can do. Because when you know that. Uh, the Bible says those who know their God. What will happen to them? They shall be strong. They shall be strong and carry out great exploits. Nobody can threaten you. Praise God. Nobody, they can't succeed. They'll attempt, but they'll find it, it doesn't work. Nobody can intimidate you. Nobody can frighten you. All of that won't work because you know your God. This is what we have to get as Christians. Praise the Lord. Okay, so since this is the God we have, his power, now I'm making another, and this power of God is in a sense always present. Am I right? Always in existence. Am I right? Now, let me tell you something. However, for you and I to benefit from this power of God, we must be connected to it. We must be what? Connected to it. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, died on the cross 2,000 plus years ago. And the blood he shed on the cross is potent enough, more than potent enough, for the salvation of how many? Everyone, whoever, and who will ever be born into this world. But is everyone being saved? The same Bible makes us understand that. There will be few that are saved. Why is the blood that can save so many saving so few? Because so few connects. 
It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him, what? Should not perish, but have everlasting life. But whoever does not believe is condemned already. So even though there is soap, some people are dirty. Even though there is water, some people are not bathing. I get in now. So the power of God is there, but it must be connected to. Now, this that we know, the devil knows it also. That's why what the devil does is he cannot compete with God in power. He knows that. So you know what he does? The simplest thing he tries to do is to disconnect you and I. To disconnect us. In fact, when I was writing this, you know, I hope there is no Nepal staff here. But I think the devil is one of the original disconnectors. He's on a disconnection mission. Disconnect everywhere. Disconnect between God and his people. Disconnect between husband and wife. Disconnect between pastor and children. I, I can't remember one instance that happened one day. I was preaching you know, innocently. I was saying some things innocently by the spirit. After somebody met me, I said, hey, pastor, and this and that. I was trying to connect what the person heard and what I said. It was very difficult. But when the devil disconnects, they can say good morning to you and you hear waka. That's what he does. He's a disconnector. That's what he does. And whenever you want to learn something in scriptures, ask the Holy Spirit, teach it to me from Genesis 1, 2, 3. Because that's the foundation. How do I know, brothers and sisters? Because he came to Adam and Eve that God had made in his image, that God loved so much, that God was on his way to come and told them that God is keeping the best thing from you. And all of a sudden, Adam and Eve didn't want God to come quickly again. They say, let them consider this thing. I think you have a point there. That's what they say to Sabbath. I think you have a point. Why? Why? We can eat this. We can eat this. We can. But why can't we eat this? That's like, you know, people ask. But, but we're engaged. You know, in fact, no, we're engaged. They're not engaged. But I want to marry you. Why can't I sleep with you? Baba also. Pick race and run. Do you understand? Uh, uh, but, uh, but uh, I mean the blood of Jesus cleanses from all when we finish we'll just ask for forgiveness and there's scripture if we walk in the light they turn it upside down you say if we walk in the light as is in the light not if you then you can walk in darkness and clean that scripture you have missed the first step if we walk in the light as is in the light the blood of Jesus does what cleanses us from all sin but if you walk in darkness how can that scripture apply so you finish you know that God is love then you start with wickedness have you learned here that the only thing that can stop love is a heart of hate? So if somebody is loving you and you're hating the person, that love won't bounce. It won't land. It will bounce back. Praise God. And the devil is a disconnector. So he started from Adam and Eve. Disconnecting. What does he disconnect with? He disconnects with unbelief. He disconnects with fear. He disconnects with, you know, doubt. He disconnects with disobedience. Every area that I have fear in, God cannot meet me there. Because the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible what? To please God. You can put it this way. Without faith, it's impossible to connect to God. That's why my job as a preacher is to raise your faith so it can connect with God. Are you hearing me? You will come out of death by the power of God. Believe that. You'll be a lender. You'll start paying tithe. In fact, you won't start paying tithe. You will become a sponsor of the work of God. You know, tithing is the level of those people that negotiated with the master. We walk, we, you give us this. But there are those who said, whatever it is, give us, let us just work for you. At that level, you can give 90% and your 10 will be greater than the 90 you would have had. Is somebody hearing me? God is big. God is big. So the devil does all of that to disconnect. But God also brings the word of faith to you. So you connect. What is the connect of faith? What is the disconnect of unbelief? Let me hear you say, the connector is faith. The disconnector is what? Unbelief, doubt, you know, fear, disobedience. That's unbelief. Because God is. God is. There is nothing except God doesn't want it for you. But there is nothing God wants for you that can be kept from you if you stay in faith. 
Praise the Lord. Okay. Now let me give you my illustration. I didn't want to start with it so there won't be any distraction. Come with me to Luke 5 where we have an account that captures what we're talking about. And we're going to read from verse 17 down. I will stop um, maybe 26. And I'd like you to read with me. Are we there? It says, Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching and that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. So this was like a national conference, okay? It says, And the power of the Lord was what? Present to heal. Can you see the presence of God's power? The Spirit of God highlighted that for me and you today. It says, Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went on the house top and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your heart? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Rise up and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has the power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I said to you, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. 25, read it for me. How? How? Immediately he rose up before them, took up what they had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. 26. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We don't see something today. Our eye don't see something today. Eh? Praise God. Now, this is the conclusion of this uh, uh, particular account, 26. It says, and they were all amazed and they were glorified God and were filled with fear. Look at the first verse. The first verse 17 that we read says, It happened on a certain day that Jesus was teaching. And there were Pharisees, teachers of the law, all of them from Judea, Jerusalem, Galilee, everywhere. And the power of God was where? Was there. He was teaching, the power was there. It's not every time somebody shouts that you now think there is power. The power of God is. Let me say the power of God is. Every time, what the power of God needs to manifest, it's just like here now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you turn off all the appliances here, you won't know there is power. What do the appliances do? They connect. Electricity does not make noise. Any electricity that is making noise has fault. If you're going home and you're passing your street and you hear your transformer, do you know you won't have light that night. It's about to blow. That's the level some people want their Christian. Every time you go, you want to be a the thing done, they blow. Electricity does not what? It doesn't make noise. It's when you connect, you see there's power. Most of us in our houses, I live in an estate. So if you want to know whether the generator is on, you don't look like this. You go and plug something or you turn on the switch. When you turn it on, you see there's power. The Bible said Jesus was teaching what was he doing? He was teaching. Just teaching. But the Bible told us what we are learning. That the Alpha and the Omega is the Almighty. Everywhere he is, there is power. Are you with me? Some of us have begun to connect to solar power now. Where, before you put your solar panels, there was power in the solar. When you put your solar panels, you benefit from the power. It's the same with the Christian. God's power is always what? available god's power is always there the reason you don't connect is because either the enemy has deceived you into being disconnected or for some reason you just now look at the people where the the, the pharisees the sadducees you know all of them the seas all the seas were there from judea from galilee from all of them and god was willing the love of god was there wanting to walk wonders in their lives but they would not connect. And that meeting would have ended. In fact, Lord have mercy. The unbelieving gatherers were so many in that gathering that there was no room for the believing gatherers to come in. Because when that man was brought, there was no room. That's where faith comes in. 
Praise the Lord. That's why also, please, I know the ushers might be sitting you in a particular place all the time, but if the person sitting by you is always doing Snapchat and Google, Google chat and all of that during service, or trying to bring a gist, pastor say something, then they laugh and tell you another thing and distract you. Just carry your kaya and what? Relocate. Because you see, it's not everybody that came to connect. Some people came to came. Uh-huh. You will hear that very well. Did you come? I came. They finished. Church has finished for them. I came. And the pictures will prove they came. But will your faith rise? Listen, if you have been a Christian, okay, for six months, one year, Abba, I saw, who, who did I see recently? A little child that just started going to school. Who, what, one of these babies. And, and we, we were doing A, B, C, D, you know, E, F. And I, I mistakenly jumped one. And the little child corrected me. This child had just been going to school for under one year. That's how you should be. Praise God. You have to grow. The Apostle Paul says, when I ought to be speaking to you as mature, I'm still, you know, establishing the basic prayer. I'm still telling you, pray. I'm still telling you, read your Bible. But how can you tell a Christian to read your Bible? Have we ever had any service where I encourage you to eat? Eh? No, I don't tell you eat. You know why? Because when you don't eat, your body will feel weak, isn't it? The same way spiritually, when you don't read the Bible, your spirit will feel weak. If you don't feel it, there's a clinic. We need to treat you. I hear him. You, you can't go as a Christian. Do you know, by the help of God, I have routines that, you know, God has helped me build over time. Sometimes when I'm, I miss it for a day, I feel like somebody who hasn't eaten. Why? Because even though my physical body has been fed, my spiritual man is crying out, you're starving me, you're starving me. So I have to go and eat it so that I'm stable spiritually. Praise God. What did John write? He says, I wish above all things that what? You prosper and be in health even as what? Your soul prospers. That's the way it should be. So Jesus was teaching. The power of God was present, but nothing was happening. From today, something will begin to happen in your life. Every day, something will begin to... In your business, something will happen. In your marriage, something will happen. In your body, something will happen. In the lives of your children, something will happen. In your life as a single brother, something will happen. In your academic... You know why? Because God's power is always available. You learn to be a connector. I hear him. You learn to be a connector. And this is what it is. And you know, the challenge is this. Because we are men, because we have limited resources. You know, if you went to somebody who was, um, let's take it now, uh, who would it be now? Okay, let's say Queen Mother, Queen Mother. Queen Mother always uh, buys me meat pie, okay? And there's a way, as she's buying me that meat pie, there's a way I say Queen Mother meat pie, Queen Mother meat pie. There's a way that a way I will do it. If I now call, it will enter voicemail. You know why? Because you have called too much. Have you finished the one of the other day? Do you understand? Men, no matter how generous we are, we are operating. Economics teaches us that there are limited what? Resources. But with God, God's resources are what? Limitless. Nobody, I've never seen any human, any man, institution, whatever, that begs people to come and ask. God says, call on me and I will answer. Isn't it what he says? Ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door shall be opened. He says, those who wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. Some will say, come out from the office. All these people waiting for me. Go, go, I'm tired. Isn't that what people do? God says, wait for me. Behold, I come. That's the God we serve. I get it what we are talking about. Why don't we wait? Why don't we call? Why don't we pray? Because the devil is disconnecting us. We complain, but we don't pray. We fear. You see, fear, the energy. I wish I could remember my physics. If you calculate the energy that you need to fear, the same energy will give you faith. Because you have to project. If she, how do they do work now? Work is uh, measure distance and what? Resistance. You multiply something like that, right? Now, for you to fear, that means I have to be today's. Uh, October 15th, right? For me to fear what will happen next week, 
or what will happen. Some of us are afraid of December now. What, I don't have money, I don't have this. For you to be afraid, you have to stay here and travel there and then aggregate all the negative events that can happen and bring it here to power seven. That same energy, you can use it and on this side now, go to December and see the faithfulness of God who is Alpha and Omega waiting for you. See the glory of the Lord. The song says, I can see the glory of the Lord rising up to bless us one more time. You can apply the same thing and bring faith to this situation so you can rejoice now not getting there already. Why? Because you know that God is faithful. That's what it is. And once you do that, God is excited. God says, that's my son. So that's, God said, I have somebody there. Some of us, we walk in offices. You don't know the, sometimes I wish I could just go back and start working in an office. Because you see, my life now, you have to meet people by construction. You just have to work hard to get in the internet. And whenever, wherever you come, people are already prepared. A pastor is coming, pastor is coming. Everybody, they blow their muscles. I know go here, I know go here, I know go here. But you see, if we are colleagues, that means they will give us assignments to work on, isn't it? They'll give us projects. And while everybody's complaining, this project, how man go do? I will tell them that I know the wise one. I get what I'm saying. I'll tell them that I know the one who makes a way where there's no way. That's what Daniel did. When they brought issues, Daniel will say to them, let me go and consult on the one who knows all things. Isn't it? That you, it's an opportunity. You boast in him. And when you boast in him, he's delighted. Why? Because he has all the resources. He has all the power. So in this account, uh, you know, that we read, everybody was there. The power of God was waiting, waiting, looking to, looking to heal. Nobody. They didn't say there was nobody sick. There were people who needed healing. There were people who needed all manner of manifestation, but they just blocked the road for every other person. Thank God for the fate of this man and his friends. When they came in, they tore the roof, brought him in. I want you to see something as I close. All right, I want to ask you a question. Comprehension now. Okay. Don't look at the Bible. Okay, thank God it's me that I'm showing you. And I have no answer. What did Jesus see? Thank you, Pastor Nat. If he saw faith, then did it mean he, while he was teaching them, he was what? Looking for faith. Let's rise on our faith. May he find your faith. He saw faith. Why? Because from the moment he began teaching, he was looking for faith. This morning, the Lord is here. He's looking for faith. He's looking for someone who came in here and he's saying, God, I need you to help me. There's this mountain before me. I need you to help me. And brothers and sisters, when I talk mountains, I talk both ways because I don't want to deceive you. If you're here, you're living a life that is not pleasing to God. That's the first mountain you have to move. Do you get what I'm talking about? No, it's very, very important because this account, I love the word of God. I love the word of God. I love the word of God. You know what Jesus was teaching us here? When he saw their faith, he said, your sin is forgiven. What mathematics was he presenting to us there? They taught us in board mass, bracket, of division, multiplication, addition, and what? In the board mass of God, he deals with sin first before he deals with any other thing. So if you're living in sin but looking for God's power, you can find that in many places. But not from me because I'll be deceiving you. The God who wants to heal you first wants your life pure. Are you hearing me? No, the, the God who wants you to get married before the end of the year first wants your life pure. You, you can't be in fornication and then be asking for marriage. What will marriage do for you? To have and to now. Is it to squeeze now? You're already doing all the things there is do there. What are they going to give it to you for? Hello? Are we here? Are we here? The bod mass of God will deal with sin first. You can't have peace. Listen, you cannot have peace of mind when you, you have sin that you're in, that you have not confessed and surrendered to God. God is merciful, but God does not bear, doesn't treat gently. The, is it the shrewd or the forward? No, he doesn't. How, about, how can you come to me, you know, the holy God, and then you now said you shouldn't do this. I said, God, leave that there. That's not the issue now. What I want you to do for me now is kill these my enemies. The first enemy we should kill is I kill you because you're disobeying me in this area. I get what I'm saying. But the good news is this. For both sides, faith will work. Lord, I want to live here a new person. 
I want my life to be totally pleasing. You know, I was reviewing my life and I said, had it not been for the Lord who was on my side, I can't live this Christian life. The type of things I like, oh no, but the things I used to like before, I like them no more. Why? Because a great change has happened in my heart. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? A great change. And if you decide that's what he wants, won't he help you? God wants you to submit to your husband. Won't he help you? God wants you to flee adultery. Won't he help you? God wants you to stop taking bribe. Won't he help you? Do you understand? Won't you? If you help your child, he's working. That's the same way he wants to lead you in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. That's the same way he wants to lead you. He wants to say, that's my boy. For one year now, he hasn't smoked banner. For one year now, he hasn't done this. Hallelujah. He's clapping. And then from there, joy rises up in you. Confidence rises up in you. And then you stand in the great congregation and declare to them, see what great things the Lord has done for me. Open up your mouth and pray to this God because he wants to answer you. He wants to heal you. Connect and draw from him. There is power. There is power. Power to heal. Power to deliver. Power to wash things away. Power to break the hold of sin. Power to give victory. Power to give strength. Power to give wisdom. Daniel said to the king's uh, uh, servant, he said, give me time. I have a God, the most wise one. Help me, Lord. Let the Lord see your faith today. Tell him, Lord, Pastor Ikenna said, if you see my faith, you will help me. Lord, I want to change. Lord, I want to be transformed Lord, I want to have victory in this area of my sin, in this area of my weakness. I want to have victory. Then for the other side, Lord, this assignment has been given to me. Lord, differentiate me in my office. Lord, this burden of debt, these creditors are embarrassing me. Lord, prosper me. Let me clear all my debts. Lord, I have a project. Lord, you know my heart for your work. Lord, today I come to you. I connect to your power. That's what it is. He wants to do it. He wants to do it. The power of God is present. From all the time we began to teach, his power is here to make you new, to raise you up, to transform you. Oh Lord. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 703 You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.com. God bless you.